Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. I am so appreciative that you're here for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. And on today, we're going to talk about reclaiming our bodies embodied healing for sexual trauma survivors, reclaiming our bodies, embodied healing for sexual trauma survivors. And I want to give a caution and awareness before we start that those who are listening who are sexual trauma survivors, for you to know thinking about and listening to information about healing can be a lot, can bring up some memories that often we spend a lot of time trying not to think about. And so I would encourage you to tune in with yourself and see when you're finding it helpful. You can continue to listen. If it is feeling overwhelming or stressful for you, feel free to stop the recording, to check in with a friend, to journal, to drink water, to stretch, And you may want to return to it, or you may say, this is not my season for listening to that. Uh, It is helpful to process through sexual trauma with a mental health professional who has expertise in trauma, but I am going to be giving some tips about the ways we can care for and reclaim our bodies. And so you can be mentally, psychologically, emotionally spiritually and physically prepared. I am not going to share explicit stories or detailed events of violation. I am going to focus on us reclaiming our bodies. And so with that in mind, I invite you to take breath as we recognize our homecoming is not just an intellectual exercise, but our homecoming includes reclaiming every part of ourselves. And some of us have been overwhelmed by emotions. Some of us have become stuck in our heads and in overthinking. Uh, Some of us stay in a spiritual space but have difficulty sitting with the practicality of things. And then there are many especially because the violation was of the body, um, have disconnected from our own physical beings. And so it is important as we come home to ourselves that we reclaim and restore and revive our physical self. So to be uh, embodied, to be present emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically is a part of the process. And I want to share with you that while I have facilitated 
a healing process for many sexual trauma survivors that I am not only a psychologist and a trauma researcher, uh, but I am a survivor myself. And so it is so important as we begin to think about our healing journey for us to recognize there is so much more to our stories than those experiences, and yet those experiences have had an impact. So what I often say is trauma affects us, but it does not define us. So it is a part of the story, and it has affected us on multiple levels. And so we want to heal and restore and tune in to our physical bodies. And as we think about uh, sexual trauma, I want to name that there can be a range of experiences that you may have had and may or may not think about them as a trauma. Uh, but there are those who are listening who are survivors of childhood sexual abuse or molestation. There are those who experience sexual assault um, as a youth or as an adult. There are those who have experienced sexual harassment uh, on the street, online, at work, even in your home, and also survivors of sex trafficking or sexual exploitation. And so whatever the form of trauma, I want you to know that this space is for you. Often we minimize our experiences uh, because we have heard about or known about other people's experiences and we say, well, mine wasn't that bad or mine doesn't count because look at what happened to this person. And I want to offer to you that a violation is a violation, objectification, sexualization, exploitation, abuse, misuse, all have an impact and can disconnect us from ourselves. And one of our ways of healing and coming home to ourselves is beginning to think about how we can reclaim our connection with the body. Now, the other aspects of healing from sexual trauma include learning skills to be able to regulate our emotions, to be able to acknowledge what we feel and express what we feel, which we've covered on other episodes. It is also about uh, developing tools to deal with our anxiety that we may have distress. Some people call it triggers or awakenings, people, places, or things that remind us of the sexual trauma. We also may feel very guarded and have walls up in the various aspects of our life as a result of the violation. And some of us have begun uh, our behavior shifted as a result of what happened. And so wanting to get back into connection with ourselves so that we can be aligned in making meaning, but also recognizing the distortions. So when our bodies were misused, abused, violated, often we 
in the moment came to some conclusions about ourselves, about our bodies, about relationship, about humanity, and often those can be distorted ideas because we are trying to make meaning in the midst of an outrageous circumstance. And so we recognize that some of us in the aftermath of sexual trauma, when we are re-triggered, may go into fight mode or be very combative. Some of us run away from anything relating to our bodies. So not going to doctor's visits, avoiding physical intimacy, unless you're under the influence. Some people even avoid bathing or dressing it with the lights on because they don't want to see their bodies. Uh, and some of us also experience a freezing where we are disconnected or dissociated from the body. And then there are those who will seek uh, to utilize their bodies in ways that are based on the misinformation that the only thing valuable about them, the only thing people will like or appreciate about them is their physicality. So that becomes the center of our identity. So however the trauma affected your relationship with your body, we are coming to get it back coming to get you back, uh, to reclaim the fullness of who you are and developing a relationship with your body in this present moment. And so with embodied healing, one of the important pieces is giving our bodies rest. That in the aftermath of sexual trauma, many of us struggle with uh, insomnia, because it is difficult to have restful sleep uh, because uh, your body is on alert, waiting for the next disaster to happen, uh, waiting for catastrophe. And so not being able to fall asleep easily or to stay asleep. And so for us to recognize a part of my reclaiming my body is giving myself permission to rest. Giving not just my mind or my heart, but my body permission to be still. To know that I am worthy of stillness, that I do not have to be in constant motion, that I do not have to constantly run. Often we are not just running from other people, but running from ourselves. So I wonder on today if you would like to give your body permission to nap, permission to sit still, permission to lay on the couch. I wonder if you will give your body permission for the muscles in your body to release. I wonder if on today you would be willing to unclench your jaw, if you would be willing to give yourself full breath, breath that moves the chest and the belly, the abdomen, the rib cage, full breath. Many of us breathe from a very shallow place because we are 
so guarded, so tight, so vigilant. And do you know, being in that vigilant place all the time is exhausting. The offender or perpetrator or harasser objectified each of us in those moments. In those moments, it was their need, their want as the priority. And so when I choose to rest, I recenter myself, my need, my want, my care, that I will not collaborate with those that believed what I needed and wanted in the moment doesn't matter. I shift out of that thinking to be able to say, my body matters, my wellness matters, and my rest matters. Often we are in this place of needing to constantly try to prove ourselves with our busyness, empty, empty busyness. But I wonder if you can picture on today an entire collective of co-journers, survivors who are coming home to themselves by being still and resting. I wonder if you can take in the beauty and the sacredness of these bodies, our bodies, relaxing and breathing. I mean, it's a really beautiful, beautiful thing to come out of warrior mode, to come out of the constant urgency and perfectionism and pressure and to say, I am worthy of sitting in this bath. I am worthy of sleeping in late. I am worthy of sitting still with myself. So a part of our healing is giving ourselves rest. Another part is checking in with ourselves. So living from a place of awareness, some call mindfulness which is paying attention to ourselves on purpose and with compassion and without judgment. And so starting to notice what's happening in your body. What are you feeling? Where are the parts of your body that feel at ease? And where, if any, are the parts of your body that are in discomfort or pain? Many of us sit in uncomfortable positions, lay in uncomfortable positions, stand with discomfort and uh, not even aware of it. So tuned out of our own physical beings. So starting to tune into in general by yourself, what do you notice in your body? But then continuing that awareness when I'm around other people, in whose presence is my body at ease? And in whose presence do I become vigilant, guarded, uncomfortable? So the awareness will also lead to being selective in the ways that you can about choosing people and places where I feel physically affirmed, where I feel physically peaceful or, or energized, 
and distancing myself, reducing my time in spaces or with people in whose presence I feel body shame or I feel instant fatigue, who I leave encounters with them feeling more drained and disconnected, but for us being mindful that my body is giving me information. My thoughts tell me things, my feelings tell me things, my spirit will tell me things, and my body will give me some information about when I am stressed and when I am at ease. And I need to tune into, be aware of, be at home enough in my body to take in the information that I am receiving. So this mindfulness, uh, this awareness can be cultivated by intentionally throughout the day, taking time to check in with yourself. Even now, if you want to check in about the way that you're sitting, or I know some of you listen while you're on a walk, so the ways your body is moving in this moment, or if you're listening laying down, tuning into what's happening in my body when I'm listening. I know for many, when you first read the title or heard me say the title, there may have been some tightness as we think about the topic of sexual trauma. And then as we consider our physical reality, that may have a different level of impact. Another important way that we tune into our physical selves is following up with our health care. For those who are blessed with access to resources or services that many times or trauma survivors, we can uh, ignore symptoms or we can avoid doctor's visits. We can avoid going to the dentist. Uh, we can avoid all of those things that involve the body because of our discomfort, uh, our stress, our anxiety, and not wanting to be triggered. And the challenging part about that is with our avoidance, our health conditions can get worse. So already uh, sexual trauma can increase our risk and vulnerability for health consequences, both physical and mental health consequences. And then our discomfort with those services can multiply uh, the severity. And so I invite you on today for those who have the opportunity or access to really consider, are there symptoms or conditions or issues or complaints in my body that I need to attend to? as a part of my homecoming, as a part of my therapeutic healing practice? Are there some appointments that I need to make that I have been avoiding? Are there some procedures that I have been avoiding? Is there some care or resource that I have been avoiding and that I want to be intentional about working on addressing my anxiety and my stress 
and even my trust issues so that I do not deny myself the care that I am deserving of. We also considered healing and reconnecting and reclaiming our bodies with what uh, we put in our bodies. So thinking about our nutrition, thinking about drinking water, that in the moment of violation, in the moment of harassment, abuse, assault, molestation, exploitation, we did not have the right environment that would honor us. And so we were disrespected, dishonored, and a way of me shifting out of that is honoring myself by the way I take care of this temple. And so drinking water can be a therapeutic act. Eating fruits and vegetables can be a therapeutic act. Coming out of body shaming or fat shaming or sexual shame can also be an important part of reclaiming our bodies. I invite you in this moment to take breath and to also recognize that there are times I have been in toxic waters and I have remained in those waters because of my high tolerance that was created in the season or the moment of violation. And so I look at my current life circumstances, workplace, relationships, and I think about how does my body feel in those places? And are there any places that I can exit and I want to exit in order to restore my body? That my physical health, has already been affected by the stress and trauma. And I want to reclaim my body by looking for more peaceful waters. I want to also name that a part of our embodied healing can be self-massage and being gentle with our physical beings. And so if you can think about if it works for you, if it's comfortable for you, using your hands to massage your neck and shoulders, which are places that we often hold tension. And so you can just squeeze in those areas and release if that feels right for you. Or some like to make circles, you can make circles clockwise and counterclockwise to release the tension from your neck and shoulders. Some people will also use a tapping motion. And so tapping in the area of your collarbone with your middle finger and your pointer finger, just tapping there to release the stress from your body. And even hand massage. So using one hand to massage the other giving ourselves 
A foot massage can also be a way of reclaiming our bodies and ourselves. Or putting my fingers, my hands on either side of my forehead and creating a circular motion on my temples to be able to relieve some of the stress that my body has been holding. Next, I would encourage us to look at not only our individual bodies, but collective bodies, that we are a part of a larger community of survivors. And if you are a member of particular marginalized communities, then we can consider that as well when we reflect on reclaiming our bodies of what does it mean to reclaim your body as a black woman? What does it mean to reclaim your body as a Latino man? What does it mean to reclaim your body given your faith tradition, your migration status, your sexuality? What does it mean to reclaim your body as you consider your gender identity. And so these bodies are complex. We are individuals and yet we are connected to different cultural groups and traditions. We are connected to our faith communities or belief systems. We are connected to geographical locations as we have co-journers who are all over the world. So what does it mean in your particular country, in your particular city, in your family, in your race? What does it mean to truly come home to your physical body? And what has it meant for those who came before you? What was their experience in their bodies, your foreparents, what were the ways in which they were denied the ability to come home to themselves? Or what are the ways in which their bodies were used and misused? And so while we connect with that legacy of violation, we also connect to their legacy of healing, their, their legacy of care their legacy of ritual for reconnection to themselves and to each other. And so we really consider this process of homecoming both as individuals and as a collective, even larger, a collective of survivors. So as we think about embodied healing, in the aftermath of sexual violation, we want to then acknowledge the importance of dance, of movement, of yoga. There is so much stress that we hold in our bodies that is often locked in. And so our healing cannot be attained solely by us rethinking or reimagining or shifting thoughts but it is also about releasing 
some things from our bodies and reclaiming or claiming for the first time some new things with our physical selves. And so if my only memory and connection to my body is it being the site of the violation, then in a lot of ways it feels like it is not mine. But when I take agency, empowerment, when I raise my consciousness about what it means psychologically, politically, physiologically for me to reclaim me, then I get to choose how I move. I get to choose the way I show up in a space. I get to choose to take up space instead of shrinking. So I invite you to consider moving at your own pace and by your own direction and your own will. If you were to dance a survivor's dance, and the word dance may frighten some people, so if you were to move like the survivor, thriver, cojourner you are, if you were to move from one side of the room to another and to say, I am moving in the direction of myself, what would the dance of your homecoming look like? What would stretching and breathing and twisting and lifting and walking and leaping into my homecoming look like? And let us be honest, for some of us, it is a crawl into our homecoming that some of us are dragging ourselves into our homecoming. So what does that movement look like for you and as it is in recovery is complicated not every day will be identical not every moment will be identical and so the season of your current homecoming back to your physical body how would you express that in a pose in a posture in a movement, in a dance. This is also a part of our reclaiming our bodies and ourselves. And then finally, survivors, and some people uh, resonate with the word thrivers. And I saw someone wrote recently, they like the word warriors. Uh, and then some of you listening may prefer no label at all. You may say, my name is my name, and that is fine as well. But co-journers, I will call us, those of us walking together on this journey back home to ourselves, I invite you finally to affirm and have gratitude for all of the aspects of your physical body. Often we are very critical and harsh with ourselves. Some of us have internalized the messages from abusers, offenders, harassers. Some of us have internalized the messages about our bodies from the media. Uh, some of us have internalized 
these body shaming messages from our own families or even intimate partners or so-called friends. I wonder if in this moment we can affirm each part, each part of our bodies, if we can extend love and appreciation to, because this body, and if it works for you, you may want to put one hand on your chest and one hand on your abdomen. If it works for you, you may want to put both hands on your heart. If it works for you, you may want to put both hands in your on your pelvis, on either side of your hips. If it works for you, you may want to put both hands on your forehead. Whatever feels right for you as you think about showing yourself love, gratitude, and appreciation. Because this body has been through everything with you. This body was present for all of it. This body has carried you through some storms, some mountains, some violations, some valleys, some difficult seasons. This body has been through a lot. And so we will not join in with those who misused or ridiculed this body. No, we will be the ones that will affirm it, appreciate it, love this body. And so I invite you in this season to speak or think blessings over your body. To bless this body, to bless your body with peace from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. To receive for this body restoration from the top of your head ah, to the soles of your feet. To receive for this body honor from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. To receive into these bodies breath from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.